another discussion to make us all hopefully less ignorant of what's going on in the sixth world. These discussion podcasts are basically an excuse for us to stick to our recording schedule even when we're missing a player. During this recording, we were missing our magically active player along with both of the players playing surged characters, so of course we decided to talk about surged individuals in the sixth world. When looking at the unfortunate metahumans that have some very scary deformities, remember that if not for pure dumb luck, you could be one of them. Let's talk about surged humans. Is that a human that's drinking a lot of soda? Uh, if you drink too much jolt. Oh god, that stuff was... I think that's called jolted. Jolted humans? Yeah. It's like the opposite of jolted. So wait, what What uh, defines a surged human metahuman? When Haley's Comet came back, there was a increase of people with some pretty extreme differences in... Wait, are the, are the surged magic people? They're like a cat surged, and so was Thumper. So half animal people? Mostly. So in 2061, the passing of Halley's Comet changed the face of metahumanity forever, in some cases quite literally. They had unexplained genetic expression, which brought dwarves and elves. Goblinization gave us orcs and trolls, and then the comet triggered Surge, which is a acronym that stands for Sudden Unexplained Recessive Genetic Expression, which brought changelings about. So this is what brought Thumper. And in one of the episodes, we actually saw Thumper surge as he was getting shot, or she was getting shot, and changed from a human into a bunny girl. And so you end up with things like ogres and all kinds of crazy things that aren't pixies and nagas and sometimes it happens when they are teens and sometimes it happens much earlier like right out of the womb so so the surge or surged is any metahuman that falls into that like it's just one giant bucket of all the metahumans right yeah it's it's kind of the the third wave you know the first wave was elves and dwarves which okay i mean they have they're short of stature or they're tall and super skinny and have pointed ears but they still look mostly human and then there was the second ones which were a little bit more extreme with orcs and trolls and then the third one was like people coming out looking like insects or dogs or cats or satyrs or having venom like all kinds of crazy stuff where they're they're still technically metahuman but they don't appear to be Metahuman at all. So that's the surge. The third bucket is the surged. Yeah. So they have extra arms or they have, you know, bug eyes. Ah, the freaks. Yeah, the absolutely freaks. Some of them have beaks or they have bone spurs coming out. They've got natural camouflage. They can spit corrosive goo. I mean, just they have tails, they have horns. Their skin is different in some way. Maybe it's greasy. Maybe it's poisonous. Maybe it's got dermal deposits like trolls have. So you can imagine when these people suddenly start showing up, whether you give birth to a bouncing baby naga, so you thought you had a human and it turns out to be a giant magically active snake, or an insect person, which of course 
What do think people in the sixth world think when they see a person that looks like an insect or has insect qualities? Get the raid. Bug spirit. Yeah, get the get the shotgun. Yeah. Like we may need to nuke this whole city. Didn't that happen? Didn't they nuke Chicago? Yeah, I mean Chicago had it coming. Yeah, that's me. You could only have the bears for so long before someone nukes it. <laughs> uh bears. But yeah, no, that would be terrifying. There's just giant bug people and giant bears walking around. I would definitely join like a racist organization to stop that. I mean, you would have to think you would be primed to deal with some of it because you've already seen elves and dwarves and orcs and trolls. And some of them you could probably just accept. I think Cat is a character that you would see and just be like, oh, cute. Well, I assume you could get surgery to look like Cat, too. Well, I mean, you there's got to be to do a lot of things. Yeah. But how would someone live if they had, say, feathers? I mean, can you imagine going to the grocery store with feathers? Molting would kind of suck. Hey, you'd constantly shed them, too. Yeah. It'd be a pain in the butt. You have feathers, but you can't fly. Yeah, that'd be the worst of both worlds. Yeah. What the hell's the use of a feather if you can't fly? Well, and if you think stepping away from the game itself, like generally in a role-playing setting, any of the creatures like that are always like the bad guy, right? Like that that's always the in D D it was the thing that you would go out and kill. And Shadowrun is now taking it as like, oh no, we'll just make that like the everyday people as well. So that's a big twist on just the the role playing, I guess, genre itself as well. Yeah, but you'd still have to role play the the weirdness and unease that people would would feel looking at some of these issues. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because you know, getting into the mind of a character, you know, as a player you're walking down the street doing your normal whatever and yeah all of a sudden there's like this bird human thing like that's that is very weird <laughs> like i i can't even wrap my head around it like how would you you know if, if i was a character in the game like how would i deal with it and it would just be weird today if you say had scaly skin you might be able to just say, oh, I'm from House House Slytherin. And people would just think you're a Harry Potter nerd. Right, they'd think you're a furry. Or maybe that's what they are, right? They're all just furries? Could be. Except for the, you know, insect ones. Well. <laughs> I would have to say the insect ones, I think, in the Sixth World, would immediately be put down. People would just be so terrified of thinking that they were either a a bug spirit manifested or someone who was infected by a bug spirit that was starting Mm -hmm. to transform into one. I just, I can't imagine that they would be allowed to live and walk the streets safely. Right. Like imagine an NPC family that has a a little baby and it comes out looking like a wasp or something. Yeah. I mean, and now they're, they're, they're trying to hide it for the entirety of that thing's existence just so it can survive. Because you know that as soon as you know a bug, something like that, goes out into the sixth world society, like you said, everyone is going to try to just exterminate it mm-hmm. be, because of the history. The question I have is, how, uh, 
how dependent would it be on like you know how humans take forever to to rear like would a bug need to have that much looking after you know bugs bored and then like two hours later it's already looking after itself oh but they're it's it's not actually a bug it's still a metahuman well that's what i mean like how much of the bug does it get you're saying is it just like visible traits like it just looks like a bug you know it has pincers or weird eyes or whatever but it's not actually like internally it still has the same biology or almost same biology as like a regular metahuman or is it more like an insect uh so the book says the character possesses insectoid features such as compound eyes mandibles or insect wings they're merely cosmetic, so you don't, like, gain any real bonuses. You can't fly. Your compound eyes don't give you special bonuses on, on noticing motion. But I think you're just kind of a, a person that has, you know, if, you, if you've ever seen someone with, like, a cleft palate, like, they're still a person. They still develop at the same rate. They just have a, a disfigurement that makes it hard for them to talk and eat and, and stuff like that. Sure. I think insectoid features mechanically being basically the same other than an appearance, I think you would still kind of just be a normal person. Just you might have, you know, the segmented eyes of a fly or, you know, you're rather than lips mm -hmm. and teeth, you would have mandibles. Or I could see, you know, like crab claws rather than, than hands. So crab people? I mean... Yeah. Do they walk like crabs and talk like people? Zoidberg? <laughs> well, and if we're talking about people that look like something else, what about if you had all the things that made you look like a lizard person? Would they just immediately make you CEO of Facebook? President of the United <laughs> States? I'd hope so. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure that's the law, right? Pretty sure. Like, there's there's no way you're not convincing me that Trump wasn't a salamander. <laughs> Some of these, like, bioluminescence. I think you could actually just claim that you're magical. Is it better or worse? I guess it depends on where you are. Yeah. I, I feel like that, knowing that mages exist and technomancers exist and all this other stuff, I feel like that one would be relatively minor. Like, you just kind of glow when it's dark. And hopefully you're like a sewer dweller or something, so then it comes in handy all the time. <laughs> or, hey, you could just say that you're radioactive. I mean, I was just thinking, like, you'd be great in the club scene. Oh, yeah. The lights go down, and they turn on the black light, and you glow. Oh, yeah, if you can control it, too, and, like, pulse it. Yeah. yeah. Could you imagine, like, if you, uh, somebody that, a, a metahuman or a, a surged metahuman that had bioluminescence that was, like, a, a rock star DJ or something? Yeah. So I could see that one, like, absolutely being kind of cool, and you you might get bullied about it when you were young, but I think that would be relatively easy to hide. You know, just if you don't go out at night or are never really in a dark room, like you can get by with hiding that one. Well, you know, mm -hmm. wear long sleeves. Yeah. As opposed to if you have six arms and look like Sheba. Well, just, just be like, I'm Goro. <laughs> I am Sheba. Do you want to fight me? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm glad we don't have any, like, we probably should have done a better job of playing up the freak factor with the bunny and the cat. But I think I think the fact that they kind of looked like cute and harmless. Well, yeah, if you look like a mammal, you're going to get by better. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Like if they were insects, that's a whole or like a fish. Yeah. Yeah, you're not gonna have a good time. Well, and even like you said, you brought up the point with cat how that's probably more of a like looked like cosmetics versus surged qualities, I guess. Yeah, there's got to be like millions of cat girls. I mean, if if they could have cat girls right now, there'd be millions of cat girls right now. Enough people do wear cat ears. Yeah, and today it's, it's, it's weird. It's weird. Uh, weird stuff. But yeah, the the whole rabbit thing, like Thumper, definitely would have turned a lot of heads for bad reasons, especially in the sixth world. Well, but at the same time, I, I think a rabbit sitting next to a cat is not looks like a furry convention. Yeah, I mean, if you can accept a cat girl, like a rabbit, isn't isn't that far off? No, it's not as big of a stretch as a, a fish thing. Yeah. Well, unless you got the bottom half, then you're just a merman or a mer- merfish. Right. Merperson. Or if you had, like, satyr legs. So you would get, like, all the jokes about being, was it Dionysus that was a satyr? So you, you look like, you know, a Greek character. Mm-hmm. A Greek? Is he God? He was God, right? <laughs> I don't know, there were so many of them. Greek mythology itself is just wrapped in so many twists, right? But what if you looked just human, but you had gecko feet and hands? So you could basically, like, be Spider-Man. I think you could probably build a character around that and pretend to be Spider-Man. I don't know if it'd be fun, but I think you could do it. Sure, especially things that are easily... Hide, you can hide them rather easily. Like, you, I mean, if you're talking about just hands and feet, in terms of that that character growing up in the sixth world, that would be an easy, easy thing to hide. And then, yeah, it would actually probably make for an interesting character once they were quote unquote in the shadows. Whether it's that they can climb walls, or you know, they have a or whatever, a, a tail, like a monkey tail that they mm-hmm. can use like to, to... Prehensile tail where they can wrap it around things and use it as a... Wasn't a prehensile tail, isn't that the one that's like useless that, that some people are born with? No, nah, prehensile means it's uh, you can use it. Oh, okay. Uh, that was the vestigial tail. Oh, okay. That's the, I, the word I was yeah. getting confused. Yep. But like, having... Being able to have, like, Echo stuff, you know, people have gloves to, that do that in the Sixth World. Mm-hmm. There are adepts that can run on the walls. So I think that one would be super easy to hide because people would just kind of, eh, I've seen weirder today in the Sixth World. Sure, they just accept it, that you are able to do extraordinary things. As opposed to someone with a frog tongue. I don't know. Somebody with a frog tongue could probably do extraordinary things. It's just in the <laughs> darker side of Shadowrun. <laughs> 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 Think about that. <laughs> oh, did you, you remember the original X-Men? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Remember they had the guy with the frog tongue? Yep. Uh, Toad? Yeah. Toad. He's Darth Maul? That was Ray Park. Was that who Darth Maul was? Yeah, Darth Maul is Ray Park. Yeah, it's the or same guy. The actor who played Darth Maul is Ray Park. <laughs> Correct. Darth Maul does not show up as an actor in that'd be that'd be interesting. Well, okay, so I mean, bringing it back on topic a little bit, Darth Maul would be a surged character, right? Would he? So you'd have 
bone stink markings or... on your skin. You'd have horns. Yeah. Yeah, but he's an alien. Doesn't it have to be something from Earth? I mean, you could probably create Darth Maul as a search character. You could do bark skin, so you could make Groot. But if you do that, can the character only ever say, like, three words? So you could take a quality like Mute, and he's not technically Mute, but all he says is, I am Groot, and anyone who's not Rocket would not be able to understand him, so he's effectively Mute. Sure. I think that's a terrible idea for a Shadowrun character, but (laughs) I think you could do it. Well, it's a terrible idea for a Shadowrun character if you're trying to make an actual play Shadowrun podcast. <laughs> because if I could only I ever say Groot? three... Yeah, if, if JB only ever said, I, I am JB. It would <laughs> probably improve the quality. <laughs> it would just be very hard. We'd get more stuff done, let's put it that way. We would, yes, this is true. So for your at-home games, it's perfectly fine. But for something that is an audio-only medium, that would be very terrible because it, you just you would never know what was going on. <laughs> kind of like what we do now. <laughs> we never really know what's going on. Glimpses of it. With all these freaks running around, and I apologize to anyone with deformities, but the book actually talks about you know freaks. With all these freaks running around and knowing that the corporations are always interested in studying things to figure out how they can improve their people or do g- genetic modifications of any kind, that sort of thing. Do you think a lot of these people would be taken into custody when given the chance or killed on site when given the chance? Are we talk about the if we're talking about like the uh, the insect people, I think they just get shot or sprayed with braid. I would agree with with them, but fish people, lizard people? See, I don't know. People? Uh, I don't know if those people would be uh, murdered outright. Well, I mean, I assume that most mega corporations are much like the evil government in today's world, and they just, they're going to do any nefarious thing possible. <laughs> and so if they think that studying a surged individual would in any way give them, you know, whether it's a psych- scientific advance or like you're saying a way to increase productivity by you know splicing in the gene of uh, some surged individual who never sleeps or something like that like yes of course the megacorps are going to try to track them down and study them whether it's dead or alive because i mean could you imagine a megacorp that has a bunch of wage slaves that are behind um, a computer desk all day long. And if all of a sudden every one of their employees has six arms, like how much more are they going to be able to get done? And on the, the flip side of that is military applications, obviously being a big part of Shadowrun. Mm-hmm. If you are building a a Navy SEAL force and you want them to be able to swim better, Walrus human hybrid? Why not do webbed digits? You know, you could just do elongated arms, legs, and webbed digits, and you have like an entire squad of Michael Phelps that know how to right. shoot guns. Right. And then they and just have, have to gills. get a hold. Yeah. They just have to get a hold of Gillyweed, right? Exactly. So they can kind of just. Ugh. <laughs> weird. But those are the things that the evil megacorps would do, right? Like they would find a way to genetically modify. 
any of their either current or future employees and take these little DNA snippets from all these different surged metahumans and like create some, whether it's a super soldier or a, a super slave, I guess, <laughs> wage slave. Like Ooh, you splice them with that. an ant so they're super obedient and respond to pheromones. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what the corpse would do, right? Like, they're going to look for any advantage. And without the oversight of some, whether it's a government agency saying that that type of um, scientific research is inhumane or whatever, like, the megacorps are just going to do whatever they want to do. They don't care. Oh, and you and you know you know what they would do too. So like the ones that were doing that would also come out and be like, "Oh yeah, we're also we're very pro these people." So like they would draw them in to get a bunch of them in so they can exploit them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they come work offer... at Evo. We we fight for your rights. Yep. Or or offer huge um, like sign on bonuses or something, right? Like. And they just never pay. Yeah, well, yeah, because they're going to kill them to study them. <laughs> After, hey, if you last a year, you get paid out. Right. No one's ever lasted a year. Yeah, that's the fine print. Now, if you eat one of them, is it considered cannibalism? Oh, like if you filleted up the fish person? and then, Yeah, or like, like you have like a cow person. Them. <laughs> would you get like a steak? I mean, they're supposed to still be mostly human. Well, what about the parts that aren't human? Well, I mean, they're all mostly human. Okay, but I hate to what say this, What if they this, have JB, chicken legs? What are we? Like, we're just hunks well, of meat. Well, we're pig-like. We're pork. Sure. The other white meat. The other, other white meat. Well, I'm extremely white meat. <laughs> Metahuman. The other, other, other white meat. <laughs> I think there might be another other in there with Soylent Green and all that Is stuff. there? Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure the ghouls think that you are just white meat. Tasty. Although they're blind, so they can't really tell what color you are. Well, they can taste it. Yep. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so then where do the ghouls fall? Are they are they surged or are they They are infected with Oh HMHVV, right? Human metahuman vampiric virus. Yeah. So they've got a a virus that makes them all messed up. And there's quite a few different kinds of I guess, I guess it's hard to really talk about one without comparing and contrasting to the other. Neither one of them can really control what they are and what they do. But uh, infected people, usually they get attacked by something that is infected by that. They get infected with the virus, and then the virus mutates them into something that they're, they're not already. Mm-hmm. Which sounds pretty scary. So... If you're an elf and you get bit by something, you may turn into a banshee and you gain a bunch of powers. You become dual natured, which, you know, dual natured is not necessarily a good thing because you can always be seen in both the physical realm and the mana realm. But you get a bunch of cool stuff, but you also have to drink blood. Oh, well, that's nice. I mean, is that really all that bad, though? Do you like the taste of iron? Well, I mean, if you're the infected, then yes, you do, right? That's what you're after. Do you, do you do like, you like the sun? Yeah, do you like the sun? Well, that's whatever. 
<laughs> you might already be a vampire. It's beside the point. Do you wear anything with silver? Cannot confirm nor Have deny. Have you ever had garlic bread? Would you I like re- I really, a sliver really of wood good. to kill you? <laughs> well, you know, that always bothered me because you would die if you got a stake through the heart, too. All of us would. So Speak for yourself. we're all vampires? And, and li- we all got a little bit of vampire in us. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so ghouls have a particular strain of HMHVV. Strain three turns someone into a ghoul. And ghouls, kinda, their skin becomes kind of gray. And it can start to becomes real rough and kind of looks like it's starting to decay. And they don't just want blood. They want metahuman flesh. And if they don't eat metahuman flesh... They start to lose essence, and eventually they die. Some of them maintain their their mind while they're changing and can carry on a conversation. Some of them become like zombies in you know most of the, the movies, kind of a World War Z zombie where they're, they're still fast and can, can attack. Those are the scary ones. Yeah. Like slow zombies? Like whatever. Okay, yeah. fine. Like the slow plodding horde is is scary because it slowly overwhelms you and you can never get away from it but mm-hmm. the fast zombies like those are the scary ones so so the fast uh ghouls are terrifying yeah but i can only imagine the you know we talked about the the freaks being out in the world that you know if you saw an insect looking person you would probably assume it was an insect spirit and you would kill it if you saw someone who had gray skin, milky white eyes, and even if they are in fact sentient and could carry on a conversation, I think you would probably freak out and just immediately try to shoot them. Because if they bite you, you might get infected and Mm -hmm. become one of those. That sounds awful. Yeah, there definitely would be certain surged individuals that fall into those categories, right? Like kill on site type. Because you don't know, right? You don't, like you're saying, you don't know whether it's a yeah. HMHVV infected individual or a bug spirit or, I don't know, I'm trying to think of, of some of the other, like, Shadowrun traditional, like, bad guys, you know, or scary monsters. And remember that because you've surged doesn't mean you can't be infected. So you may be a insect surged thing where you're you're a metahuman that just happens to have mandibles and claws and wings. Mm-hmm. And then you get bit by a vampire. <laughs> and now you're a vampiric bug person. That's just bleh. I mean you wouldn't be able to you wouldn't be able to live. Someone would put you down. Mm-hmm. And honestly, <laughs> they may be doing you a favor at that point. Or, you know, you take over the world, one of the two. Could be, yeah. You know, it's one or the other. You know, you roll big at that point. Right, no in-between. Either you're put down or you rule the world. All right, well, I'm not feeling very good about the sixth world at this point. Yeah, I'd rather avoid it. Well, I mean, would you feel better about the sixth world if you were a surged individual that, like, what, what's a special ability you wish you had? Like, if, if you could go through a list of all of them and say, oh, this one thing, like, the gecko hands or the prehensile tail or the ability to breathe underwater. Like what would be your pick? I think they have one called electroception, 
which basically allows you to sense electricity and changes in electric fields around you, which sounds pretty good. They have another one for magnetics, which would be pretty cool. Have you ever seen Better Call Saul? No. No. Because if you've ever seen that, you may regret saying that. Because one of the guys that it has, like, he can detect electric fields or whatever, that, that's plot point, and it's like, he hates it. <laughs> but, uh, no, nah, I could see that, because then you could see, uh, you know, where electricity is. Be good if you're, like, an electrician, too. I mean, you'd, you'd never have to have one of those, like, test things to make sure that, you know, that somebody turned off the electricity. You would just know. And you're just like, God damn it, I feel it. Clearly, I have glamour already. <laughs> My countenance always seems radiant, and my voice is soul-wrenching and laden with emotion. People describe me as angelic and fairy-like, and everyone well, that I speak that to one. cannot help but feel moved and inspired. See, when you say glamour, I just think the stupid Twilight vampires. <laughs> Shiny vampires. <laughs> and, and I lose all, all respect. <laughs> well, I also have a goring horn, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> I mean, the fact that it comes out of your big toe is a little weird. It's but... weird. It's weird. It's not normal. Hey, I said we weren't going to talk about it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> How about a marsupial pouch? So that's like a built-in, like stealth hidden um, holster, right? Like I was going to just... go with extra-sized prison wallet. <laughs> it does sound better than flesh pouch. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. Prison wallet or flesh pouch. <laughs> I feel like with how we're destroying our planet in the real world, getting a climate adaptation, you might choose to adapt yourself to the desert. Or the ocean. Yeah. So gills. I feel like gills would nice. be easy to hide. Yeah, but you have to keep them wet all the time. Oh, I can moisturize. Yeah, but you think about it, you'd have to like, constantly have like a wet rag on them. Didn't uh, didn't one of the didn't the main character in Waterworld have gills? Yep, and that movie was hyper successful, so he definitely got gills. He also drank his own pee. <laughs> well, I mean, when you're thirsty, you do what you do. Yeah. Seems like a good place to end on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Know, I'm just I'm just thinking that like, if surging was something that you could pick. Obviously, you you know, in the game, you can when you're creating character, right? Mm -hmm. But if you were forced to surge, it would be some of them would be very beneficial, like for certain aspects of character creation or abilities that you you would um, or the type of character you would make. That's what I'm trying to say. The marsupial pouch, like for a gun bunny type of character, that would be awesome. Except your gun would be gooey. No, no, it wouldn't, because the, the pouch isn't gooey, right? Pretty sure it's, like, got fluid in it. Like, not like it's just completely covered in fluid, but it's it's moist. Well, it's definitely got, like, a little schmegma in there. Yeah. I I bet JB wishes he had <laughs> the marsupial <laughs> pouch no, to hold no. tacos. He would, go with the, he would go with the cow four stomach. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so JB would have Four stomachs and the marsupial pouch, perhaps. I mean, you can carry extra tacos. Right? You know, we don't have any proof that JB isn't actually a, a bovine shapeshifter. Well, he, he, it'd be more like a hog. <laughs> okay. Maybe a, more of a vulture. Like, he'll eat damn near anything. 
No, he's a goat shapeshifter. Yeah, he's a goat. <laughs> he is. He's the greatest of all time, and he eats everything. Oh, God. We will not be referring to JB as a, a goat, goat shapeshifter. <laughs> Strike that from the record, sir. I can probably end that before. <laughs> no, it's a canon. No, this is, this is all gold. <laughs> Can't cancel this out. I guess, what, um, what source book is... All of this from I, I haven't actually looked at a lot of the uh, almost everything surge. we've talked about today is in Run Faster. Run Faster. Yeah. Starting on page one oh one for anyone that wants to look up and maybe let us know what we missed and what we got wrong and Well, I'm sure we got a lot of things wrong. <laughs> yeah. Look, we don't really pay attention to the rules when we're playing Shadowrun very much. Because they're ever. long and Cryptic and sometimes miswritten. And self-contradictory. Yeah. I mean, we look at the rules as more of a general guideline, right? It's a guideline for us to tell goofy stories rather than a rigid framework to ensure that we don't do anything dumb. Yeah, we're gonna do dumb stuff. Hey, dummy's got a dumb. That's one of the immutable laws of the universe. Yes. I'm pretty sure that's the uh, that's number one rule with Congress. Dummy's got a dumb. Dummy's got a dumb. The the only other thing I have to add to the surge discussion is, to this point in history, there has never been 